Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is episode four of the Entrepreneurial Talk podcast. In this podcast, I'm actually really excited to introduce our guest we have here. Been trying to get him on for a while. Uh, he's just been super busy, and we finally got a, a, a spot in his calendar where we were able to fit in. But I'm going to introduce right now it's Samuel Nunez with the Nunez team with Asian Associates Real Estate Group. So welcome on, Samuel. Thank you very much for having me on board, Dallas. I really appreciate it. And I was looking forward to this, even though I've been busy, but I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, so I, I really wanted to, to dive into it. Just, dude, we see you everywhere. Like on your social media, we're, we're starting to see that, um, like everywhere I go, every time, every time I turn around, I'm seeing something where you're posting something about, you're, you're definitely killing it in real estate. Well, it, it appears that way. <laughs> and uh, how, uh, how many employees do you have now under you? I do have uh, on my team, there, I do have two agents that, that are working with me right now. And I'm more of a mentor to them. They haven't been on the, in the business as long as I have, but they're, they're growing. And they're hungry and they're growing. Okay. So, uh, and you're with, you're with AZ and Associates Real Estate Group, right? Yeah. I've been with them for a few years. I've been with AZ and Associates Real Estate Group, but I've been in real estate for going on 15 years. Wow. It's been a while. Yeah, it's a long time. Uh, so, I mean, how did you get, why did you get into real estate? I got into real estate, uh, be, I had this mentality of wanting to be in the customer service industry. But before I was doing real estate, I was actually a bill collector for about eight, nine years. And after a while, I got burnt out. I was getting tired of people cursing me out, threatening me, calling me names. And I wanted a reason, a good reason to be able to call people. I was always the bad person calling them. Well, I wanted to change that and be the person offering services, offering good customer service, and being able to help them on the biggest transaction of their lives. Yeah, so, so working in a setting like that, um, were you required to make a lot of phone calls? Oh, yeah. It was nonstop all day long. I had a headset, just sat there, made phone calls, hundreds and hundreds of phone calls every single day. I would look for people that were lost or were, lost on purpose. Were you on like one of those? Uh, so how I'm envisioning this in my head right now is like you're there in a cubicle with like your headset on and you got, you know, like your your little space. But did they have you on something like an, a, a dialer or something like that where it dialed the numbers for you? Um, no, not not at these two companies that I work for. I actually dialed numbers myself and look for people that did what's called skip tracing when I was when there's people that we can't find phone numbers are bad uh, emails are bad so it's just a matter of calling references calling different people and trying to find people so you're like a headhunter yeah pretty much I wow. mean it was it was it was fun for a while but then after a while I did get burnt out I didn't I didn't want to do that anymore hmm. you know I, I even for the first company that I worked for it was in the auto industry so sometimes I'd go out with the repo guys and because a lot of times we're dealing with Spanish speakers at, and the repo guys didn't speak English, so I'd have to go with them and, and find these vehicles. And sometimes it was exciting, but sometimes it was a little scary. Wait, you look familiar now. Were, <laughs> were you on Dog the Bounty Hunter? No, that was not me. I was not there. <laughs> so, so from that being your past, how did, where did the bridge happen that got you into real estate? Um, I found out after a few years of doing bill collecting that that wasn't what I really wanted to do for the rest of my life. And it didn't meet my personality. It was not, it was not me. You know, I, I found out after a few years and after 
I found real estate. I was like, you know what, this is really a place and an industry that I can thrive in and throw my life in and my heart and my sweat into it. And that's what I've been doing for the past few years, mm -hmm. really focusing on that and, and trying to give people better service. And because I remember when I purchased my first home, now that I look back at my realtor, unfortunately, I mean, I don't think I got the best service. You know, I don't think the realtor was really watching after my best interest, unfortunately. So I make sure that I do those things for my first time home buyers or my repeat clients, mm -hmm. you know. That makes sense. So um, you've obviously been a real estate agent for quite a, quite a long while. Um, what are some of the things like that you've noticed have changed in the market since from when you started to now? Like what are some of the, the, the biggest, um, the things that um, I guess, um, some common trends, I guess, is what, what I should say. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the mortgage industry. A lot of changes have been made when I started loan officers didn't have to be licensed really? so they would go from one lending company to another to another and obviously lending guidelines have changed um, when i started it was right before the market crashed i started in october of 2005 and then literally about a year and a half later we i started seeing changes you know i didn't know what was happening i didn't have the experience and and i couldn't see i couldn't see what was coming and it just hit all of a sudden i saw the huge changes i mean we weren't getting phone calls at our office. We were doing price reductions, which we had never done before because before it was just, oh, let's just list, list the house and let's sell it for as much as we can. After a while, they weren't selling. Buyers weren't qualifying. You know, lenders were, loan officers were leaving the business because they, they were out of a job. They were closing down. Interesting. So, so, yeah, I mean, a lot of things changed. And I think we went through a rough spot. But at the end, I think it was for the best for everybody else. Yeah, so I, I bought my first house. It was, you know, summer of 2006, the worst time to buy a home. Yeah. Um, the market was actually a lot like what it is today as far as inventory is concerned. Mm -hmm. um, I remember inventory was super low. Uh, I wasn't in real estate then, so I didn't, like, know the numbers. But I do remember going around with my real estate agent, and there was only, within our price range, there was, like, a handful of homes. And every time we'd, we'd pull up to a house, it was already under contract. So it's, uh, then we actually kind of went out of our price range a little on the higher end just so we can get a home under contract because they were people, it was crazy. People were um, submitting offers and getting their offers accepted without even looking at the house. Sight unseen. Right. So yeah. they, they probably weren't even in the state yeah. and they were just, it was, it, it was nuts. So I'm, so based on that, on the buyer standpoint, where I was looking from the outside looking in on a market like that, and I look at today, you know, with inv low inventory, how would you compare then, like what was going on then to now? Like what are, what are some things to look forward in the real estate market? Like what are some, um, what makes you feel confident that it's still a great time to buy and sell? Um, honestly, it's all the ch things that have, changed, that have changed with the lending to me are positive. I mean, they're a lot stricter to get pre-qualified. Their, their guidelines are, are really strict, but you know what, it's actually at the long run, it's for the best. Back then, people were buying multiple homes without really being able to afford these homes. Now lenders, and I think it's a good thing, you know, they've gotten really strict on their guidelines, but it's for the best for everybody. You know, not just, not just the consumer, it's also the best for the banks, for the employees that work for the banks, the loan officers, everybody want, needs a job and they want to keep the job. 
the it's 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 a it's a trickle effect. The minute, like for example, what happened ten years ago, the minute one company started going down, then then it was another company, then it was another company. Well, now we don't see that. You know, I don't see it personally. Uh, I think this is a really good market to buy and to sell. You know, there's this state, the state here in Arizona, we've grown so much, and builders are still building. They're building for a reason. They don't see. They don't see what happened 10 years ago happening right now. We still have a lot of people moving from out of state because the affordability. Mm -hmm. The affordability is here. There's a lot of major companies moving here. So the cost of living is way better. I just talked to a, client, a buyer from Seattle. She's been living over there. She grew up there. She was born there and still cannot buy her first home. Really? She cannot buy her first home. She's going to be, luckily for her, she... Got has a position where she can work from home, so she's gonna be moving here, buying her first home here, and still working from her home. And her job is based out of Seattle. The so. cost the cost of living there is a lot higher. Oh, it's 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 insane. It's crazy. Yeah, I know it's, it's super crazy. high. I know it's really high in California compared yeah. to here. Um, so it's it's interesting you say that because I just heard overheard uh, one of my uh, real estate. Um, advisors that were he was saying that the number is somewhere around 200 to 250 uh people are moving to to arizona a day yeah or is it arizona or is it phoenix probably but, arizona i mean yeah. there's yeah but still that's a lot i mean you figure how many millions of people live already in the Mar maricopa county area it's like eight seven or eight million and you know, you know it's funny you mentioned that because uh it's a lot of people don't realize this but you go to a baseball game you go to a football game you go to a hockey team and a lot of people always tell me, like, why don't you guys have a lot of fans? It's like, we do have a lot of fans, but the thing is, there's so many people that come from out of state that have moved here that are still fans of all these other teams for yeah. their home teams. And they're, of course, they're going to wear their home team jersey. Yeah. You know, it's not like they live here, but they just came from somewhere else. So you go, you go to a bar, more than likely, you're not going to meet a person that was born and raised here in Phoenix. You, you know, go to that's a right, theater, right. Same thing. You go to a football game. It's very rare that I talk to somebody that was born and raised here. Mm -hmm. Everybody, including myself, came from somewhere else. I was born and raised here. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare. You know, a lot of Asians that we work with were not born and raised here. Mm -hmm. it, so, uh, when it comes, you're, you mentioned you know sporting events. So, like football. What's what's your team? Cardinals. Cardinals. Okay. I stay with the home team. Yeah, I'm a yeah. Cowboys fan. <laughs> but it's crazy because every time they do, every once in a great moon when they play each other, especially here, uh, just like you said, it's like I, everybody. Like when I when I go to that game. Yeah. Um, everybody. It looks like I'm at a. It looks like I'm in Dallas. Yeah, you know, because it's like everybody there. It's like blue. It's blue and white at a Cardinals game. It's crazy and. Um, but it probably has a little bit to do with the air. The Cardinals weren't always here. Yeah. So Arizona didn't have a team. For a long, for a long time, they didn't have a baseball team for a long time. I mean, yeah. I, I I grew up in LA for a while, so I was a Dodgers fan. Mm -hmm. You know, I was a Dodgers fan when Earl Hershiser was there, where Fernando Valenzuela was pitching. You know, yeah. Um, I had when I was a kid, I had pictures of, of Dodgers gear on. Mm -hmm. You know, and then when we moved to Arizona, I was still a Dodgers fan because we didn't have a team here. Mm -hmm. So I tried to support the home teams as well. You know, now I have D-backs jerseys and yeah. gear, and but I still like the Dodgers as well. You know, so. Mm -hmm. But when they play each other, you like the dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the D-backs. Yeah. Uh, D-backs. So were you excited when the Cardinals got their first win of the, the season? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was happy for them. You called into work the next day. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm business as usual. Yeah. Business as usual all the time. 
Um, no, that's awesome. It, it's good. Good point too, because and it is crazy um, that we have so many people moving from other states. This is such a, especially if you're a real estate agent, mm-hmm. this is a great, uh, a great setting to be in because um, we've we're already pretty populated. Um, I, I I saw a report or an article saying that last year Buckeye was the number one grow the, the as far as cities growing uh, fastest rate. Cities. Yeah, the fastest city. Yeah. Per growth mm-hmm. um, last year, which is crazy because it's kind of on the outskirts oh, yeah. of town. But think about all the other little cities that can be another Buckeye that yeah. haven't got to the Buckeye like stamina yet. But I mean, Surprise is still growing like a weed. You got uh, Queen Creek. I don't know if you've been out there lately. It's been a while, but yeah, like Queen Santan, Creek, Santan Valley. Like where was that? Like five, six years ago. Look at Maricopa. Exactly. Maricopa. Maricopa was, I mean, I've been selling out there for a while. And when I first started, probably like six years ago, it was really small. Mm-hmm. And I've sold multiple homes out there. A lot of buyers. I mean, one of my cousins lives out there. Yeah. You know, so. I, I was just out there actually about a year ago. I had a closing out there. And just like you said, because I think the time before that, it was probably like 2007 or eight. last time I was out there. And you can understand, like, from that time to now, yeah. it was like, I think there was, like, two streetlights, and oh, yeah. now it's like a city, like you're saying. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's grown quite a bit. It's no, crazy. but I, wanna, I mean, I think one of the things that's helped our state and our city, I think a lot of is, a lot of people don't think about it. Not only is it the jobs or the cost of living, but also the weather. Yeah, that's true. The weather. I mean, yes, we do get hot from July to mid-September. But before that and after that, in between, it is really nice. Right now, really nice weather. People love to come to our state, to our city, to mm-hmm. enjoy the weather. Why? Because in the winter, there's, we don't get any snow. We're not negative three. We're not, you know, 70 miles per hour winds here, you know? Yeah, I'm looking forward to those winter memes where it shows, <laughs> like, we have, like, 75-degree weather. And then it shows, like, another state, like, um, the Midwest or back east where it's, like, Eight feet of snow. <laughs> oh, I, I like the ones where uh, probably in a few weeks we'll be seeing memes about girls wearing their lugs. <laughs> yeah. Already. You know, it's, we don't get snow, but people wear their lugs here, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, with, with their, uh, oh, what is it, the pumpkin spice lattes? And there their, you go. Their Uggs, yeah. right. They already started. Really? Yeah. They already uh, yeah. started. It's like, we, they started in September. Like, why would you start in September? They're trying to push it back further yeah, and further, guess, yeah. or push it forward, rather. But yeah, so... Um, we learned we learned a little bit about where some of your past going before real estate. You're now in real estate. What are some um, what are some big moves that you're trying to do, or what are some things you're wanting to accomplish within the next year, two, three years? Um, my first box I need to check is hiring my own assistant. Okay, it's vital. It's it's and I should have done that at, at the beginning, but I had the opportunity where I was able to where I found a couple agents that really needed my assistance and I could see they were, they were hungry and I said, you know what, let's jump on board and, and I'll help you, I'll mentor you. But right now my main focus is finding an assistant that can take care of my business, uh, be there for me, be there for my teammates. And then once, once I get my assistant, maybe bring on maybe two more agents uh, on the team. You know that are hungry as well. So the ones, the agents that you're, you're kind of mentoring, uh, how do they find you? 
Uh, one of them just happens to be uh, my brother's best friend. Okay. The other one is actually married to one of my good clients. I've helped him buy a couple homes. Okay. Uh, he's a really good client. And then maybe a few months ago, she reached out to me, letting me know that she wanted to make a change in, in her career and wanted to try real estate. So I said, you know what? If you have any questions, let's sit down and talk, and I'll explain everything, the industry and what to look for. And we did. We sat at the Starbucks for about an hour and a half, and we talked, and and she decided she wanted to join the team and I, of course I said yes let's come on board and now she's working on her first deal my other teammates working on his I think third or fourth deal right now you know they've only been on with me for a few months so okay it's working out yeah that's awesome um, yeah it's awesome that you're there for mm -hmm. them as a support system so talk, going back to your assistant that you're needing mm -hmm. uh, what's keeping you from hiring that person today like what's what's kind of your roadblock to get that person is it really <laughs> I, just finding them um, I think it's just finding them and making the time to put the ad out there and 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 looking for them really mm -hmm. I haven't made an effort right now to look for it okay him or her you know do you kind of have all the all the pieces in place so like if someone let's just say you were getting gas and you ran into somebody that could be a good fit as an assistant and would you be able to pull the trigger or do you have like logistically do you have anything holding you back or is it just a matter of just finding someone I think right now it's a matter of just finding somebody um, I wanted to do it by the end by December okay that was my goal a few months ago so you know I need to find someone by December so I think that I'm still working on that by December okay. and I'll uh, I'll put a, a a little shout out for you um, in one of my networking groups because um, I did that the other with not in real estate a different mm -hmm. industry but they needed an assistant and like right away there was like a handful of people that raised their hand oh really um, but I'll I'll put the word out there just so you yeah, can kind of get it. the momentum going yeah. so when December comes around you mm -hmm. you got some people you're looking at you know okay. but yeah I think that would be cool so have you so you're with AZ and Associates Real Estate Group right now? Yes. Um, so in the entire time that you were a real estate agent, were you always with them, or were you with other companies? No. Before uh, before AZ and Associates Real Estate Group, I was with the uh, Remax New Heights Realty in South Phoenix, and that's where I started back in 2005. You know, as a back then it was a brand new brokerage. Uh, they were barely starting as well, and they 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 were nice of them to bring me on board as a brand new agent. And they meant they had a good broker who mentored me. They had a few agents. They had a few agents that were new, but they did also have a few agents that were experienced. So I able I was able to feed off that and ask questions from other realtors. And the bad thing is, of course, a year and a half into it, that's when the market started going backwards, and a lot of things happened. A lot of agents got scared. Everybody, everybody was scared. Nobody knew what was going to happen. Yeah. You know, uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to stick around. It wasn't that easy, but I ended up getting, I remember getting a part-time job at night and trying to stick through with real estate because that was really my passion. I, I didn't want to leave it. Mm -hmm. I really, I, as soon as I started, I, I realized that I really liked it. No, I can so, tell you're passionate about so, it because every time I talk to you about real estate, I can see it in your face. It's like, <laughs> it's like you were meant to be in real estate. Yeah, know? that's that's what I, that's where cool. I want to say. That's where I want to say. You know. Yeah, it's awesome to see. Yeah. So, and then from that company, where'd you go from there? From that company, um, that's where I went into Asian Associates Real Estate Group. I was fortunate enough to meet um, Ruben Luna. Okay. I met him at a conference. Great guy. And yeah, yeah, we just were. I was sitting there at a at a table, and he ends up coming next to me and asked me, "Hey, can can I sit here next to you?" I was like, "Sure." And we just started talking. 
Hmm. And we we hit it off. We started talking about our business and stuff like that. And and later, it was like I knew I needed to make a change. I wanted to make a change. And that's when later that evening, I reached out to him and he said, "Hey, come on, come on, come to one of our meetings." So I was like, "Sure, why not?" And then the rest is history. I've been here for a while now. And you met AZ and Carla. Yeah, I met AZ and Carla, wonderful people. I, I met them in 2014. That's when I originally joined. Uh, they had, I think, I was agent number 30 something. I think they're over a hundred right now. I don't know how many agents they have. Yeah, so you were back when kind of when they first oh yes got yeah. that ship to sell. Their meetings, their office meetings, were in their front lobby. Yeah, I remember seeing the photos of that. That's cool. That was their. There was we'd ha- literally have to move the couches out of the way because that was the only space that they had. And now they've grown into three offices and and they've they've done very very well. That's awesome. I'm happy for them. I'm I'm glad to be part of it. I really am. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so with AZ and Associates, you know, I, hearing about that brokerage, there's a lot of agents that um, they're just they're doing remarkable numbers. You know, sales yeah. um, per agent or is it just amazing? So there's definitely there's definitely special water that they they've got to be drinking there. You know, at AZ and Associates, because everyone just seems like they're they're healthier, they're mm-hmm. happier, and they're just killing it in, in their spaces. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely, definitely a different type of brokerage, a different type of atmosphere. Um, I've heard it said before, it's not for everybody. And of course, every office is not for everybody. But this is definitely a special brokerage where you're gonna see the difference compared to where you were before or where you went later, but it's, a, it's definitely a different type of brokerage. I enjoy it. I like the atmosphere. Uh, the people are always willing to share. We have office meetings where the realtors there are sharing all, what they do. They're not hiding it. That's awesome. You know, it's there for, for them. And because they, I think they understand also, they started from the bottom and they grew and they're willing to share and they're okay with sharing. And, I, and that's what I love. And I like sharing my stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, for example, Ruben, he's shared a lot of stuff with me and I appreciate that. So I, go and share it with other agents that work with me or they're in the same brokerage. I don't, it, it doesn't hurt me. There's plenty of business out there for everybody, I think. You mm-hmm. know, all you have to do is just work hard. Yeah. You have to work hard all the time. That's awesome. That's powerful. Um, so I see like all the, it's a lot of agents there that do have a passion for, you know, living the healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I've seen some posts on social media <laughs> with you. Uh, looks like you're in the gym or CrossFit or you're doing something active. Yeah, so I, tell us a little bit about that. Like what's, What's like on the agenda for that for you? You know, I have to be more consistent with my workouts. I really do. I'll be honest with that. That's that's my that's my spot where I need to improve a lot. But that's okay. You know, um, we all need to grow all the time. You know, and it's just like in real estate. I don't I don't pretend like I know everything. So when it comes to my health, I do need to improve it. And it's funny you mentioned that because earlier today I was talking to somebody who was very consistent. On, the, on their meal prepping and I sat down with her and we talked for about 20-30 minutes about meal prepping, what it, she does and what she eats and, and all that. So I took really good notes this morning about that and I, and I told myself, you know, starting Monday, actually starting Sunday, I'm doing my meal prepping from now on. No more eating out mm-hmm. and obviously it saves you money. Right. But you're eating better. You know what you're eating. You know what you put in your food. So it's, so I'm, I'm excited actually for Sunday. You're gonna have more more money. You're gonna have <laughs> more energy. Yep. And you're gonna have more confidence. So. And it's funny you mentioned it because one of the things every every time lunchtime comes, I'm like, oh, what am I gonna eat today? 
and I have to go out and spend money. Mm-hmm. And then it takes me 20, 30 minutes to go get it and bring it back. Right. And time is money in this industry. Absolutely. You have to, I, I, don't, I re- very, very rarely take an hour lunch. I eat and I get back to work. But when I'm traveling, when I'm out looking for my food, it takes time. Mm-hmm. So I'm losing that time. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, we covered a lot, and it's it's. I'm super excited to finally get you on the show. It's now I, I there's a little. You might not know this, but I do have a little checkbox where I was like, I finally I got Sam. So I'm gonna check. <laughs> That's like my bucket, my podcast bucket list. Thank so. you. It was a pleasure being here. I really appreciate it. Um, I've been wanting to do this as well, so believe me. It's awesome. So yeah, if uh, how can people, let's just say they do want to reach out to you, mm-hmm. if they're looking to buy or sell a home, what's the best way to reach out to find you and get a hold of you? Uh, my phone number. They can call me, text me at 602-653-6653, or they can send me a direct message on Facebook. Just look me up under Samuel Nunez. That's awesome. Yeah, so it, for those of you that are listening, if you don't already follow Sam Samuel Nunez, um, Look him up on Facebook. On he's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I love all his Instagram posts. They're, it's you're definitely somebody I follow, and I'll continue to follow. But look him up, friend him, tell him you know he's doing a great job. And uh, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, I think that's about all the time we have on this right. episode. But I also want to before I end, I, I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsor, uh, Exposed Media. You know, this is a uh, social media marketing agency that um, I have obviously have share in and it's a great company that really helps entrepreneurs and business owners kind of get their message out there to the world so that people can know who they are and yeah. it's all about getting people to know you like you and to trust you to, to earn your business and exposed media is a great tool um, to kind of get that to happen for your business so thanks for our sponsor exposed media for making this podcast and all these different episodes happen. Sam, once again, I want to thank you for coming on. My um, pleasure. Thank I'd you. I'd love to have you on in the, in the future sometime. Oh, absolutely. To recap, but um, good luck, man. Um, thank you. I appreciate the support. And, and I'll let you, I'll put out that word for an assistant for you, too. Okay. Sounds good. And that's all we have. So thanks for watching. Have a great day.